0: You have
1: one unheard message. Welcome back to Drunk Dial Podcast. (laughs) I hope you will enjoy the last one with Brad Sativa. This next one (laughs) is with Dwight Simmons, Indianapolis legend himself, Bridget and Dyke. Drunk Dial, baby. This is Drunk Dial. Baby, This is what you want, um, uh, drunk dial, baby, drunk dial, baby, ooh, baby, drunk dial, drunk dial, drunk dial. We'll light up your life, this podcast type, we will get you right, um, uh, and you just mic it on this mic if we call you, if you're my boo. I'll screw up this shit. Do you remember when Dick Cheney was shadow running the government during the Bush administration? Y'all remember that, right? And we were all like, oh, Bush is a Bush is, uh, mediocre. But then we realized Dick Cheney is kind of great in some way. It's kind of like Satan. I'm not saying Satan's great or anything, but kind of fucks shit up, right? I
2: like it. <laughs> I think that's it.
1: I think that was. Think I think that was nice. It was a little bit different than we were yeah. expecting, but it, it was, needed to be different. We were yeah. we were underneath. Think think you, you were in
3: your head about it, and we, you just
1: like, "Yeah, room. we were we were trying to do the old shit." Everything needs to be different. Hi and welcome to
2: the Drunk Dial Podcast. I'm your host Dyke Michaels, and with me is my co-host Bridget Haran. Hey guys. Hi Bridget, how you doing?
3: Doing well so far, managing.
2: <laughs> Get it one day at a time.
3: That's all we can do.
2: So this is uh this is the second episode of the Drunk Dial Podcast. Uh, I guess we should kind of explain it a little bit. This was uh born out of the the first week. Um, we both work in the uh, service industry, uh, Bridget was a uh, full-time executive chef. Um,
3: Key there being was, <laughs> seeing as they canceled the service industry in general.
2: And uh, I, um, uh, I'm a culinary school graduate. I used to own a food truck. Uh, I'm trying to become a stand-up comedian. And in the meantime, uh, I bartend and I work for my buddy's barbecue shop, uh, both of which were also canceled pretty much. So uh, in that initial week of the service industry being canceled because of COVID-19, uh, we didn't really know what to do, except I had this podcast studio in the house. So we started calling uh, some comedians and checking in with some funny people. And kind I, of, think,
3: I think kind it's good in like the sort of weird time. Nobody really knows what's going on. Um, so it's like, A, it's good to check in on your friends. Um, but B, it's kind of, it's been great for me because it gives me something to do. And it also, I think, is good to get a little creative outlet happening and for sure find a way to spin this into something that isn't just super dark and negative.
2: And that first week was really weird too. Cause I, I feel like we started up like three or four days after all the restaurant shut down. Mm-hmm. So we were both kind of, kind of spiraling. Yeah. And then we're also calling a lot of people that work in the service <laughs> industry and just be like, how you doing?
3: And I know that especially like even the time between that first week and now, Because we're, what, about four weeks in now to, you know, when shit kind of hit the fan. And I think that first week, nobody really knew what to expect. It's like, is this going to be a two-week thing? Is this going to be a three-month thing? And so we're all just kind of winging it. And uh, it's been a fun little
2: outlet for it. So some of these episodes and also uh, the Drunk Dial podcast, uh, it's pretty much the, we were drinking while we were recording all these. And we would record multiple phone calls.
3: It will be apparent.
2: So, some of them we are um, way more coherent than others, um, and then also again, some of the, a lot of these being in the first week. So, if you hear any bad information, <laughs> if we're talking about, uh, just remember that this was this all. This is not
3: an educational podcast. This is not very much a comedy podcast. <laughs> uh, we cannot reiterate that enough. Um, you know, that's any we we try to to kind of research some articles and kind of get people's opinions on things. But it is very much neither Dyke or myself or any sort of medical professional in the slightest.
2: And, um, you know, some of this stuff is coming out a few weeks after the fact, too. So if anything sounds outdated, it's because it it is a little bit. Uh, But it's fun. And uh, we had a really good first episode. Uh, Go back and check that out. Uh, we got some fun stuff in store. We kind of broke it up into two parts. Uh, I think we're going to do some fun because this is a spinoff of uh, my other podcast, which is the Harder Brunch Podcast. Um,
3: Super good! Everyone should go listen to it.
2: Go check that out, Bridget. Well, was a well. I feel like you were a guest. I don't know. Like time seems. Yeah. It seems like this was two, like six months, months ago. ago
3: <laughs> two months ago. Uh, Dyke didn't know who I was because four months ago I saw him and so we've we've crossed paths just because we have both been in the clone industry before, but we've never actually like formally been introduced or anything. And so I um saw him out drinking, which when you listen to this podcast, you'll realize that I'm very good at. Um, and I felt the need to be like, oh hey, I know you. Um he didn't. And but now it's like since like coronavirus um He's one of the only people that I've seen in the last, you know, month. So, our it's it's like time is meaningless and also feels like it's standing in one place.
2: <laughs> so you came on as a guest on the Harder Brunch podcast, mm-hmm. and then pretty rapidly came back as just a a favorite guest slash co-host on a couple of episodes, mm-hmm. and then was like, "Well, we got this equipment. Let's start doing this." It feels like it feels like years ago.
3: It, it, it like really, it really does.
2: The long the longest of marches. I
3: was trying to explain to someone that they did like, oh, you guys have been friends for for a couple of years, and I was like, no. Not at all. <laughs> we literally, you know more about me than you should for someone who has known me for this little time.
2: Do you remember the um Australian wire wildfires? Yes. That's how we started. Doesn't that seem like yeah. a million years ago? Like that was that was January. Yeah.
3: L- 2020. Just it's like every time something happens, you're like, I mean, it could be worse. It could be and it's and 2020 just continues Hold my to beer. continues to surprise us.
2: So since this is a new podcast, you know, every time you people have been dropping a lot of these COVID podcasts, um, you know, and I feel like I feel like if it's uh oh that dog just whew, that dog just <laughs> ripped uh I cook my dog's dog food from scratch and sometimes the side effects are uh when when intense yeah they're intense when it comes to oh it's just eye watering that they, smell it
3: lingers Whoa.
2: oh sorry what was i saying what were we talking oh, about? oh yeah so we uh, it is a new podcast we're trying to promote it and we're trying to think of fun ways to do it um the the, the it's a pretty easy concept the drunk dial podcast is we get drunk and we call people mm-hmm. and then record a conversation they know we're recording yeah. the conversations all right
3: we we call a lot of, um, as Dyke mentioned, is like he's in this very kind of fun uh, Midwest comedy scene, and there are so many really talented people who I I think don't have a creative outlet, and so this kind of gives it to them. Um, but that's that's literally the concept. Is like it's nothing too terribly intense.
2: <laughs> so I think a fun thing that we were talking about doing is uh, since everybody's kind of trapped inside, is that we're going to both sign up for Tinder.
3: This is this is the age of online dating, and I think when people aren't doing anything, they're just sitting at home swiping. Um, so instead of getting on there to get dates, we're going to get on there to get followers.
2: Now here's okay. What should be what should the rules be for the Because I feel like if we're making a contest, I feel like if, one, I'm automatically at a disadvantage because you're a lady and I'm a guy. I am a lady. Two,
4: a lady.
3: I'm female. You're... Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <Sorry. laughs>
2: Lady might be always a, a gentleman
3: never a lady <laughs> uh
2: but also um, your dating pool is 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 twice the size of mine, yes, so I, I you like i
3: date women and men
2: women and men, so should should we handicap that score somehow? how do we do that?
3: I mean, you could also open yours up to men two men and
2: women. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready for that level of, <laughs> of dick pics. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that, because I'll tell you what, in, in certain circles, I am a hot commodity.
3: Yeah, I think bear is the word you're talking yes,
2: about. Yes, yes. And I feel like I will be attacked like a Kodiak bear. <laughs> a young, naive Kodiak bear. Okay. Uh,
3: I mean, we could. I, I could handicap that.
2: Well, let's just let's just put it out and we'll see, and then we will report back
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, how how it's going.
3: So basically, it will be, you know, on here to promote our podcast, <laughs> and and see how, how many followers we get from it.
2: And I think, I think it's be fun, guys. I think it's gonna be fun. These have been really fun to record. Uh, uh, some of them, you know what? I'm just gonna spoiler alert. We were both pretty toasted on this one. So mm-hmm. you can you you'll probably be able to hear it within the interview. Yeah. Uh we have a great comedian uh Dwight Simmons. Uh Dwight and Bridget both work together mm-hmm. and then I do uh stand-up comedy with Dwight. So we all kind of know each other pretty well. Uh which made it for a fun interview, but also kind of like it was a definitely started off pretty drunk interview.
3: Yeah. I think I think it was our fourth one of the evening. Um, and, and they're not terribly long, normally. So you know, we want to chat with somebody. We don't want to take up hours of their time. It's usually fifteen to like forty-five minutes. Um, and so it it really fell into madness pretty pretty rapidly.
2: Uh, without any further ado, here is us uh, talking to Dwight Simmons.
1: Fuck you, can't even sing. Yeah, just sing this time to get some
2: music. Oh baby, I like it, bro. Yeah, baby, I like it, bro. Oh baby, I like it, bro. Yeah, baby, I like it, bro. It's bang, it's bang. It's bang.
4: <laughs> shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, y'all.
1: Give me the mic so I can take a home with it. On the natural for bon y'all. Yeah, from the home of the of Brooklyn squad.
2: What's up, Bridget? Did you not like we, that song choice? We have to choice? talk about
3: we have to talk about the lead-in before you just kick it off.
2: Okay, I feel like they've been pretty good. Hi, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not even introduced yet,
0: but I just need you to know I just watched that music video <laughs> a day ago.
2: Thank you being here on quarantine, comedian I Dwight like it Simmons. Raw video. Thank you,
3: <laughs> Dwight Simmons. likes you it Like you are raw, welcome. Guys. Dwight <laughs> Simmons likes it raw. Um, you heard it here first.
0: That ain't you. No, they didn't.
3: They they knew that from from like, old album. He's like the first time they heard it, they knew that shit.
2: <laughs> I've been put they on, knew it. I've been yeah. putting on songs that slap, and she just covers her face every time. I don't know. Uh, I oh no, <laughs> oh my goodness! I did a lead in with That's a, uh
3: Dwight. You know me, I'm awkward.
2: I did a lead in with you. Give me fever. <laughs> I thought that was topical.
3: That was topical. You're right. Okay, you're right. <laughs>
2: That's yes. Yeah. I can see her covering her hands for that one <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 salt in the wound salt in the wound <laughs>
2: so dwight simmons, uh, oh, man thank you, thank you for being on our, our kind of still unnamed podcast um where we call oh. comedians that are quarantined sure. and talk to them during this uh An time of crisis, time. yeah,
0: yeah, no problem i uh i uh, you guys caught me at a good time where I have literally nothing going on. You
3: you, you just um, finished making
0: dinner. What what did you make? I made shrimp tacos tonight. You Thanks.
3: made shrimp tacos? I did,
0: uh... I believe I it's pronounced shrimp.
4: No, did tacos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, nah, I got the small ones. More,
4: oh, gotcha. They were gotcha. shrimp. Okay. okay.
0: Yeah, I got the I got the little 40-count uh, boy. And then, uh... Yeah, we made a, uh... uh Aioli. I
2: did uh, some lime, got some cilantro. I t- just built a smoker. Are you trying to impress Bridger? So- right no. What, what? 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 Really culinary not.
4: terms.
3: What, what kind of aioli? I'm, what? What? What kind of culinary term is cilantro? I don't know.
0: Like
2: you read Does those. You read those things like you were reading off a flashcard. You're like, I made some aioli. <laughs> I used a smoker. <laughs>
0: No, that's how I cook. I gotta. I'm like. I'm missing something. that sounds
3: amazing. I I have cooked so much food this week, yeah. and I just keep taking it to people because I apparently don't know how. I I don't know how to um, cook for one person. I only know how to cook for okay. for fifty people. So I keep making food. Okay, where
0: does that come from?
3: I, you know, what? I'm not sure. I, I something about my background. Uh, has you has, got a big has, family? A, has I do I, no? I so I come from a family of six. Okay. My mom's one of seven girls, so like, and they're Irish Catholic, so like, you know, that's like, like rabbits. It's like, I have so yeah, many cousins, they, like, we're they we're, like it raw. We're <laughs> they only like it raw. <laughs> cue, cue the intro song. Um, <laughs> okay, mom, mom, if you're listening, please turn it off right now. Um, no, but so. Uh, but no, so it's like, I, like, I, I apparently like in culinary school, I learned to only cook for mass amounts of people. So the other day uh, I made tacos for just me, just me. And like the extra, like whatever was for my dog and it was enough for probably 12 people. So I had to like package it up today, take it to my like cousins, to my sisters, to my parents. Like I, I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared for COVID-19. Yeah.
0: I think what works for me is I just uh, make less, and <laughs> then I don't have Is that how you more. do
3: it? Is that how you do it?
2: Yeah, I just, oh, I just man. don't make so much food, and then I just make less. <laughs> that's crazy. <Yeah>. That's, that's, <laughs> that's,
3: that's that's astronomical. A- I, I wish I had thought of that when I was originally cooking food.
2: I would love to make fun of Bridget, but I do the exact same thing. <laughs> uh, like, I, like I, I make too much food when it's just one person.
3: That's that's what. That's what triggered the the after brunch like harder brunch podcast. He was like, "I made brunch for thirty two people, and it's just me."
0: Yeah, it's just me. That's that's what uh, my mom does. No matter if it's like four of us or like thirty of us, there's always going to be an insane amount. You're always going home with a plate or maybe two.
3: I think that's what triggered it for me. Is like my grandfather's who taught me like my original culinary interest was like baking cakes and like decorating cakes. And my grandfather's who taught me to decorate cakes, and so he uh, he worked for his family owned a hotel, like and so he was only ever making cakes for like thirty to a hundred people, and yeah, like that's how I learned how to like make frosting. Is like I don't know how to make frosting for fewer than a hundred people. It... like, I I come from a big family. Like my dad's from a big family, and like his mom is very much like. She was very southern cooking. Like it's a lot of butter, it's a lot of like fat, but it's it's so good. Yeah. But it, it's enough that like yeah. you, you can eat it there and you're full for a week, but you also like you take it home with you. So like but but like also like it's not good for me cooking as like a party of one in COVID nineteen <laughs> because I I just cook for for just me enough for thirty two people.
2: Uh Dwight, you were you were saying something earlier about you were cracking open a a KBS and you were saying like it was weird to say that as a black dude. Um right? Did I catch that right? Did we hang up on you, Dwight? Yep.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Coming coming right back up with Dwight Simmons, guys.
2: Did you
0: you wanna ask it again? No, go ahead. Oh, you want me to Jump in! I, yeah, I'm drinking a. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, I, I need everyone to know I already had this beer before <laughs> the lawsuit came out about the founder's employee who claimed he was called the N-word uh, by a coworker.
2: Oh, I didn't know! Uh, I didn't know about that. Oh, okay.
0: I've been up to Grant. like that happened like last November. I've been up for to October.
2: I've been up to Grand Rapids like twice. I've been up there for Founders Fest, yeah. but it was all before last October. So, so what? what yeah, break it break it down there's, for there's me. Like a, break it down for me. I love racism well, like in, a, uh, in in brewery and uh, spirits. Go ahead. There's a name for your podcast. I love racism. <laughs> I just send it there.
1: It's, it's you know be, how
0: many it's listens you get? It's gonna be uncomfortable for me, there, Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> here's my counterpoint. It's just yeah. uh,
2: my co-host, Ava Braun. Everybody, how are <laughs> how we doing? Yeah,
0: we'll see so, you. Uh, <laughs> so this employee at Founders was like suing um, the company because he was saying that he was getting repeated racial. Um, bullying basically uh, like uh, people would call them the n-word uh, like it's founder so they have like actual lockers and like he once saw like a new around his locker and everyone thought it's funny and so the owners got uh, like a deposition they had like came out and one of the owners or the manager, uh, was like, I don't see color. And I was like, ah, ah, that's the exact wrong shit you're supposed to say. (laughs) Yeah. Bruh.
2: At that point, you need a PR PR department to help you out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's not a good look. But um, I'm drinking this beer because it is black, and I'm thinking the employee uh, was fight making this uh to make it well, so you, it's I mean, good to you brother. but
3: you, you do have yeah, excellent, I can't, I can't. you have, you have excellent taste in beer i I will say it's like you, you, you i said you you have excellent taste in beer you you have impeccable taste when it comes to breweries and the beer that that they serve
0: yeah i, I mean yeah, you want to support businesses that uh you like you want to go there and hang out yeah no like,
3: like, no i I love beer like Dwight and I work together um, and, and I, I love beer in general. It's like, I, I wouldn't say that I like IPAs or I like stouts or I like, you know, pale ales and, and any beer that Dwight says he enjoys, I will always try because I do assume that like if, if Dwight backs it, that I will enjoy it.
0: Right on. I appreciate that from a, a taste master. Is that a word, it is now.
3: <laughs> I, I, I will take it in, in this time of, of not actually being a chef. I, I will take Taste Meister.
2: <laughs> Taste Meister.
3: It's like, what's the song? I'm, I'm Mr. Heat Miser. I'm gonna re, readjust it to I'm, I'm Mr. Taste Meister.
2: That's crazy, Dwight. You just check out my weekly podcast. I love racism with my phone. <laughs> you, just, you just blew my mind open with that story because, um, I definitely. I I remember being up there in uh, in Grand Rapids walking around like Founders Fest in the summertime and I waited like a half a, half an hour to get in line for a KBS. Yeah, yeah. And then I finally yeah, got and it, drinking. and I was drinking it and they're like, I don't know if you've ever had a KBS when it's a hundred three degrees outside, but it's a bad choice. That's, it's not, that's a bad decision. It's a bad decision. That's a bad decision right <laughs> there. It, was <laughs> it, it wasn't a good one. Uh, no, <laughs> but I, I did on the way we, uh, we, we, we did like the full kind of like, not the full, but we did a, a lower Michigan brewery tour and, uh, hit up a lot of, uh, hit up like Marshall, Indiana, hit up a lot of places and we, yeah s- we stopped at uh 18th street brewery, which at the time was, yep. I, I, I mean, this was seven years ago or so um at the time 18th street yeah so he
0: was just making a name super new
2: yeah putting his name out there but it was one of the yeah. few black owned breweries at the time i think at that time it was maybe like brooklyn brewery and 18th street brewery yeah i don't know if i'm missing anybody else yeah man,
0: mean it's like uh i make jokes about being a black dude like craft beer that it, it's obvious right like like no one should be offended if you look at the demographics of craft beer it's white dudes with beers, yeah. mostly, but yeah. that's expanding a lot. So uh, getting in that space and the things that people are doing, you don't want to support places ever, uh, and you don't have to, that uh, do shit like this. Uh, so that's my stance on it as I drink this. Uh, yeah. yeah.
3: Is, thank,
2: this, thank you, this, Dwight, this very, thank you, Dwight, for
3: your very racist beer. Thank you for
2: your very hypocritical view. I know. Like, uh, have you ever? Have you ever heard of? I can be a hypocrite. Have you ever I heard can't of? I can go
0: outside.
2: I can. I can bust one open. I'm Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, 20, 2017 was before the racism. That's fine. It's like listening to like it, young Michael was, Jackson. We could listen. We could listen yeah. to sure. young Michael Jackson. Young Michael didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Uh, he's
3: like, what? If he was my in Jackson, granddad, if he was in Jackson Five, oh my he's
2: fine. He's fine. Yeah, my granddad
0: would be like, boy, you better pour that shit down to the <laughs> fucking sink. Like, it seventeen dollars bottle, right? pouring that down. There.
2: Have you ever heard of? You you have you ever heard of Crown and Hops? I have. Yeah, black people love beer. Yeah, uh, yeah man. Yeah, I've been, I've been, I've been following, I've been following that for for some years now, and uh, they're they're doing yeah, doing big things out there. In uh, on the, they on are, the West
0: Coast. it makes me want to start my uh, BrewTube channel again. You should, uh, which I think I can do. Uh, it's it's so much, but I feel like I'm in a better. A uh, spot than I was when I started it, well, and, in the sense of me knowing more about beer and uh, knowing what direction I would actually go in. Yeah, no, and, um, and I also think like having a
3: you're 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 so knowledgeable. You you know a lot not only about the industry but about like I mean the, like what goes into the brewing process and also like what else do we all have to do?
0: Yeah, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. <laughs> You ain't lying. What else do we have to do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a uh a comedy show. I haven't even announced it yet. I said in my basement today, I'm gonna do a uh, no audience show on Saturday. Nice. Uh with just new bits in front of the camera. Which is that's not the type of comic I am. Like I'm a writer and yeah. I like well formed bits. So, and i think you, you also
3: you are so amazed at reacting to audience like energy i think that that's what makes you an amazing stand up comic is that like you're it's
0: literally is so- the only thing i have <laughs>
3: <laughs> so 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 but but it's all about adaptation like i mean that's like i'm i'm a yeah. chef so it's like i'm adapting to not having anyone to eat my food like you're adapting to not having anyone to like be right there in your face yeah. and giving you the feedback and so it's yeah um, you're, but, like, what I will say is, is as, like, an out-of-place chef, it's like, you are a phenomenal comic. And so it's like, you also. Well, I appreciate you. you, 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 rea- you I appreciate relate, you. You relate very well to people who are kind of out-of-place right now. And I think that that will be, I mean, I I will, for one, be cute in that show.
0: I Yeah, I appreciate it. You get this fear, though, like, if you're cooking something extremely new <laughs> and you have, like, you go to present it to people
4: mm-hmm.
0: like that fear of like oh they're gonna lie it's exciting but it's fear literally every like, time oh, it's yeah. like
3: i i know that the outcome of this like i know that this tastes good because like i i have i have the knowledge to know that like everything is balanced everything is good but i also know that, like i live in indiana and i also know that yeah. like, people are not always prepared for the things that i present I was like I, I worked in Nobles over a long time for Fishers for a long time like and I and I made ice cream sandwiches that were out there. I made a Yeah. Uh, Thanksgiving leftover ice cream sandwich that was turkey brittle ice cream with a nice <laughs> a sweet potato cookie dipped in marshmallow and a cranberry sauce and people they were not prepared for it and and I was They were I, I was ridiculed but it's also like the people who liked it they really liked it
0: damn that's cold
3: but no no but it's also it's, it's like uh like it's 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 very much putting yourself out there it's like this this is me it is like accept it or don't well, no, I it's,
0: not that, always, it's not always uh it's, it's what me. you have to offer is that yeah it's, like it's, people it's, just want what they're accustomed to yeah. like and, sometimes and, and people just want dick jokes. and
3: i <laughs>
0: that's why the uh you do know I, I am also loin, i am
3: a chef so like that is also my <laughs> cue is, is I can't make some good <laughs> jokes, <laughs> but like no, I, I think I think it's very much it's 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 putting yourself out there and it's it's saying like hey this is me, and like this is like real shit that's happening and and this is what I think is fucking funny about it and and people will sometimes be like well I don't think that's funny and I was like well are you wearing a MAGA hat because then you probably won't but like also like this this is real shit and and I think that. <laughs> I, I, think it's, I think it's finding the audience that, uh, that accepts what you're saying. And, uh, and, and I'm <laughs> obviously, I mean, uh, Dwight knows, but like, I, I am new to comedy as a whole. <laughs> I, I appreciate comedy because people who are knowledgeable about it and who are very good at it, I, I will laugh at almost anything. And, uh, but I, I am in no way a comedian. Uh, I am very sarcastic and very awkward and uh but but i think that i think it's important to laugh in this kind of trying time and to find things that make you laugh because otherwise like what are you gonna do like i mean you have to
0: i agree i just wrote down i just wrote down (laughs) i just wrote the pork tenderloin is the dick joke of indiana
3: you know what (laughs) dwight the pork tenderloin is the dick joke of indiana it's, it's, it's overdone. It's, good. it's, it's overdone. It's overdone. But people fucking that, love
0: that,
3: it. It's overdone, but people fucking love it. It's
2: been that, done a lot. It's that, crispy
3: that, and it hurts going down, but people whoa,
2: love it. Whoa, I don't know, kind of. All right. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh. They didn't make that in mug and bun. Oh.
3: Oh, oh, don't 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 bring mug and bun into this. You're hey. a gym of society. Well, Go to speedway, everyone. Uh, Not for culture, just for mug and bun.
2: Well, whoa, whoa. Shots fired. I'm, I'm from there. But
3: also facts. I'm
2: from the West Side.
3: Argue it.
2: I was, okay. I was born on the West Side. <laughs> Molded by it.
3: simmer, simmer down there, Dyke McFlur.
2: Um
0: so I, so I thought you were doing, um, I liked it raw again, but you were doing Bane. Yeah, That's my like bad.
2: Just a real shitty Bane. That's all it was. Yeah, you just doing a real bad Bane. <laughs> so, uh, I, Jack I, Michaels is the pork tenderloin
0: <laughs> of Bane impression.
2: <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong, sir. You are not wrong. So I tried to ask this question before and maybe I need to reformulate it. I feel like maybe it's just, an, I guess, an awkward time to ask this question. But I feel like there is kind of like a a, a truth behind it. I mean, obviously, yeah, we're the, the world is in a, a weird place and maybe maybe like comedy is just kind of on on hold. But I feel like for people like you and, um, you know, I, I was asking a, a, another comic before that was, you know uh c- kind of hosting transitioning into featuring um you're obviously in a more elevated spot where you know you're a working comedian um but how do you see picking up after all this is done you know like hit, like the last response was kind of like we can't really think about this right now but like you're a working comic this is what yeah. you, this is like your profession this is what you wanted to do with the rest of your life like there has to be those thoughts that you've had about like what, you know, obviously nobody wants to be selfish right now, but like, you know, you have to be right. thinking about like, what, what does the, what does the future look like for you?
0: Yeah. It's really scary um, because, you know, you're always as a comic that book shows so far in advance, you're always working. Six months ahead of schedule. You know what I mean. So mm-hmm. like, and,
3: and also you you travel a lot for work.
0: Well, that too. But you know, and I, I typically bring people to open for me. So that's been probably the most difficult. Is like, hey, I know you know what's going on, uh, but these shows are canceled. Um, I really like once it gets rescheduled. I don't know where that is. To get like I don't have any answers either yeah. you know what I mean so uh, it's hard uh like I lost a lot of shows I'll just say I lost a lot of gigs for the next three months um yeah. and most of them have not been rescheduled and just like everyone else they're worried about where they're you know paid going to come from yeah. um I am in a little different position because I've always been able to write from home. Um, At least, you know, I got to find a way to hustle that into uh, what's needed right now, which like Bridget was saying is people need laughter. People need content because they're at home. So, so it's transitioning into uh, that mode and refining my skill into something that's feasible for people to uh, use now. You know, so it just has to happen a little bit quicker. Um, it sucks because like, you guys are in the service industry, you get your uh, We were. You get your motivation. <laughs> and, and your, his, his, historically. You get affirmation from looking <laughs> You look people face to face. You look people in the eye. You created something for them. You bring it to them. And you want to see their reaction, good, bad, or otherwise. And that's how, uh, you make art. So it's going to be very difficult to do that in a, uh, in a, uh, social distancing, uh, uh life, I guess. The, the part that, the area that there's no the part there's a lot of scary parts, but there's no like uh, timetable on when you know to start booking shows again. What those shows are going to look like, like I had to audition for JSL. I'm not sure uh, now. It's a tape uh, that I have to send an old tape that I don't like, but I don't have the option to go and oh. film a new one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's been that. uh, drive me crazy, uh, but that's that's what it is. I I've always been a believer that life is long, and I'm not like a life is short person. Yeah. I'm like a enjoy the time that you have in the setting that you have it. So that's what I'm focused on right now. This is my life with uh, Megan and the dog and i'm gonna try and enjoy it man i'm gonna make i'm gonna fuck up some shrimp tacos i'm gonna build a smoker <laughs> tomorrow i'm gonna make some ribs I mean,
3: build a smoker on like
0: saturday i'm sm- gonna do a live comedy show
3: smokers are not
0: hard like yeah, for smokers, no people
3: <laughs> smokers can be I'm, <laughs> i i told dyke earlier it's like i i made tacos last night uh and and i made like fajitas and i made guacamole and i made rice and i and i did yeah. and i was like oh oh it's just me I, I mean, I, I, made, I made enough food for probably, probably 18 people. <laughs> and I was like, oh. oh, that's right. I don't know how to cook for small lots yeah. of people. But but it's like, but I love to cook. <laughs> and so and so I made all this food and, yeah. then I, and then I put it in Tupperware and I dropped it off on, on my parents' porch, on on my sister's yeah. porch, on my cousin's porch. And I was like, hey, like, this is for you. you like, I, I miss cooking for people. And, and so this is what I'm yeah. going to do. This is what I'm going to do cook for people like, like you guys, you guys are so yeah. funny. And it was like, I, I miss, I miss doing that. I miss making people laugh. And so it's like, make people laugh. And yeah. in, in any way you can. And,
4: yeah.
0: and it's, it's like, my that's, thing is I was going to write, what, that's what I was going to write you. 10 jokes a day. I was going to write 10 jokes a day. And, uh, with the, with the, uh, Wherewithal to know that they, most of them are going to be trash and some days they're not going to even (laughs) see the light of day. But I need to keep my mind working. If you don't see anything from me on social media that day, that meant all the the jokes are trash. It was all trash. (laughs) I started a bond. I made,
4: I made an omelet yesterday
3: that I threw in the trash and I was like you're not even going to eat this like it's just you no. you and your dog <laughs> and like you, you wouldn't even feed this to your dog like there's nothing in here even for her like and I was like this this is bad like you you don't want any of this mm-hmm. so it's like but but it's a good time it's a good yeah. time to be creative and to like to pull yourself into like hey like what do people need right now and I think that's like that's something like you you're phenomenal at like you you have never once uh, I, I've been fortunate enough to work with Dwight for the last year of my life and it's like he he is truly hilarious and he always brings a smile to my face and so like if you can bring that to even a single person during this time like I think that, that is phenomenal
0: I really appreciate uh, you saying that and I feel you, the same you, way you, you appreciate my pastrami uh, burger and I, and I will take that what did you say?
3: I said, I said, I said, you appreciate that about my pastrami burger, but I will accept that.
0: Oh, my God. That shit was amazing. <laughs> I had to replicate that. <laughs> oh, it you can try. Mob. I had to work the rest try. of the day.
2: I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> as a bystander, this sounds uh very sensual. Like, you only want me for my pastrami burger, and you're like, it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I can that's, only have you for your pastrami burger. That's,
3: that, that's Dwight and I's relationship is like, you can only have me for my pastrami yep, burger it. you can only have me for my bystander comedy.
0: That's it, yeah.
3: It's only <laughs> a, appreciate my sarcasm, appreciate my pastrami burger and th- this is our friendship.
0: You're damn right.
2: <laughs> Dwight. Damn, um, um, Megan,
3: Megan is a lucky woman.
0: I appreciate the hell out of you guys. <laughs>
2: Dwight, uh, where where can we uh, where can we follow sure. you on the social no, no, media? No,
0: no. um, I changed my uh, Instagram handle to Dwight Underscore Underscore Simmons, and then my Twitter is still unwell spoken. I'm gonna do a Facebook Live on Saturday. I'm not sure when this comes out, but if it goes okay and I feel good about it, then I'll do more. Just look up my uh comedy page on Facebook. Um I use my website for dates, but I don't have any of those
2: until uh-huh. right. very late. R.
0: I P so. dates. <laughs> RIP dates.
2: <laughs> cool. well, so we-
0: yeah, uh just look up uh, Dwight Simmons. It's the one with the uh the shiny well, moisturized brother, the microphone.
3: <laughs> you look beautiful. You look beautiful in this picture. Have I will say, I have, I, have, I have never been as well moisturized as you are in this picture. I
2: believe that. I, believe I mean, I that. The, I'm the, very
3: dry. I'm, the, a, I'm a very dry person in my comedy <laughs> and in my personality <laughs> and in my skin tone.
0: You know what? Some cocoa butter
2: changes your life. Start <laughs> craving the smell of it.
3: You know what? Dwight, I? will never brave. Every day. I will never brave the grocery stores again. I will be this way until the <laughs> end of
2: time. It's like I'm here forever now. <laughs> I'm here. I'm not going outside. <laughs> he's the real.
0: He's the real Ashley Larry.
2: <laughs> well, Dwight, Thank you very much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you taking your time out to talk to us uh, for this. Absolutely.
0: Thank you guys for checking in. Thank you for doing this. Please keep doing it. Um, it's important right now. So. Wait, uh, we, even if nobody listens to it I had a good
3: time <laughs> we we will remind you of this in three weeks when you're we still doing you and still calling you
2: good yeah i'm gonna I, write uh if it's I'm popular a, we're just gonna I'm call a, you post like post every that. other day <laughs> you'd be like uh regular <laughs> contributor dwight simmons is on the line
4: yeah
3: <laughs> no y- i just
2: you, turned
3: into the will actually guy. <laughs> <laughs> you you are wonderful and, and you bring a smile to everyone's face. And so we are so happy to have you here.
2: Thank you so much. I All appreciate right. you. We'll talk to you later, Dwayne. Thank you, brother.
3: Love you. Bye.
2: Yes, sir.